Welcome to the Communicate for Good podcast, where leaders on a mission to make the world a better place come to talk and learn about how communication, language, and words can help increase awareness, revenue, and impact with less stress and more joy. I'm your host, Erica Mills Barnhart, and I'm so excited you're here with me. Let's dive right in. Welcome to the Communicate for Good podcast. I'm so glad you're here. I'm Erica Barnhart. I am your host. I got a really insightful, beautiful note from a woman who had used the word of fire. Her name is Liz. I'll just leave it there because I don't know if she wants her note to be (laughs) attributed to her fully or not. It is so beautiful. Liz, if you're listening, this is for you. And also your insights uh, that you offer here are for all listeners, however. And so I'm going to read what she sent and then sort of comment on it and offer my thoughts. She says, thank you for helpful communications guidance. The word of fire is a hoot. While I appreciate the breadth the which it covers about overused words, I believe you might be missing something. If we talk about language, we must consider inclusive identity and people first language. For example, I entered the words, these are all in quotations, dumb, retarded, and powwow in the widget. These words are problematic in today's communication. Wordifier had no problem with these words. As communicator, we know these words and many others are no longer appropriate. Dumb is ableist, linking ability and intelligence. Retarded is a slur. Powwow erases culture. While we are right to measure overuse and frequency, we do ourselves a disservice if that is the sole metric. As communicators, we're charged with asking and questioning, what do we need to say? How can we do better? Our language evolves. Our knowledge grows. Thank you for this opportunity to share another perspective. So I appreciate this so much because it reminds me that I need to do better in being clear about what a tool like the Wordifier can and can't be useful in terms of in terms of its advice. I'm sort of quoting that because <laughs> uh, the Wordifier is, of course, uh, just a, a tool. It's not a human. But it does say, right? So if you're not familiar with the Wordifier, let me just bring you up to speed. You can go to wordifier.com. It will be in the show notes. And you can put in a word let's say provide, which is the lamest verb on the planet. Her other episodes, we can always do better. Uh, you can put it in. And what it's going to say about provide is it's going to just give you a little red, little red flag. What that means is that it's, oh, it, is, it is really extensively used specifically by nonprofits. So the research behind this tool was it is specific to nonprofits, although language usage, uh, you know, can be somewhat generalized. But the intent with the Wordifier was to find out, are there words or what words might you be able to to use so that you would pique someone's interest? So you would get that word would just sort of open up the reticular activating system because of novelty, meaning because a word was used less often than other options. Now, you need to do this. This is like pepper in these words. You don't want a slew of not very often used words because then you make things confusing. So this is, can you just, can you switch up a verb? Can you put in a more interesting adjective? Like really, like this is a, a tool that is laser focused. It's more like surgery, right? But her point, right, is the only thing it's saying 
is whether or not it's going to be noticed more because it is used more or less often. It cannot stand in at all. It does not serve you in any way as a filter for values, as a filter for integrity, as a filter for being in alignment with what you stand for and what you believe in. It, it does not do that job. So I need to do a much better job, be more consistent in terms of elevating that and saying, this is what it can do. And this is, and, and she her examples are just so fabulous and wonderful because it's like, obviously, those aren't words that that I would recommend you use, that she would recommend you use, that those who value anti-racism and diversity and equity and inclusion would recommend you use. And so you, there, there is a layer of discernment that you must bring in when you're using a tool like the Wordifier. And this is a similar uh, discernment skill that you need with generative AI. Right. So we're entering this area. Generative AI is not going anywhere. It is here. It is here to stay. And it can be powerful. It can be, I mean, it really can be powerful. And, you know, power goes both ways, right? It can, it can have a negative impact, but there's there's some really strategic ways to use generative AI. It does not replace human discernment. It does not have a heart, <laughs> right? So I, I think I would, you know, offer, and I'm hoping soon to have people who are more expert in generative AI, AI, oh my goodness, AIIO, generative AI come on so that they can share their perspective and knowledge with us. Um, because if you care about words and you care about making the world a better place, we got to get real about where things are going with AI. So just I wanted to to say thank you so much to Liz for raising this issue. Liz, you have helped me do better, and I hope anyone who uses the the Wordifier uh, do a bit better uh, if you weren't already. With really being like, okay, sure, it's these words are not used very often. I mean, I suppose the silver lining is that they're not used very often. It would be super bad news if the words that she pointed out, you know, were used uh, often enough that they have lost their novelty. Um, but they are not. It does mean they're not in use. They're not in circulation. Um, so do they get your attention? Yeah, you, you might even felt like a, like your heart pick up a little bit when I said them. Um, does that mean that those are words that you want to use? No, no, it doesn't mean that at all. So. Um, use the word of fire, use these tools to communicate as effectively and compassionately and inclusively as possible. And that means keeping them in alignment with your values and always having that as a filter front and center. So again, Liz, thank you so, so much for taking the time to write this, to send me that lovely note. I know these things take time and you are likely busy. And thank you listeners for your continued commitment to using words to make the world a better place. Do good, be well, and I will see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Communicate for Good podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, I would so appreciate it if you would right here, right now, go rate and review the podcast. Your review will help even more purpose-driven leaders, teams, and organizations learn how to use words to change the world. 
To find more ways that communication can help you increase awareness, revenue, and impact, head on over to www.claxon.communicationnos.com.